This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, January 9th. Good morning, I'm Spencer Chase. Here's today's headlines. FCC investing in broadband before map update, Dems rolling out climate plans, and lawmakers to watch China purchasing. Feds investing $20 billion in rural broadband. The Federal Communications Commission is preparing to put more than $20 billion in rural broadband projects over the next 10 years, starting with areas that currently have no high-speed internet service. Under a two-phase plan detailed by FCC Chairman Ajit Pai on Wednesday, the first $16 billion would be targeted to underserved areas. The second phase for what's being called the Rural Digital Opportunity Fund would use updated mapping data to target areas that currently have partial service. Take note. The FCC's existing broadband maps have been widely criticized as inaccurate, but the plan says it doesn't make sense to wait for the maps to be updated before starting the first round of funding. That quote would only further disadvantage the millions of Americans that we know do not have access to digital opportunity, the FCC says. The commission is due to vote on the plan January 30th. Democrats lay out climate plan. House Democrats are drafting a new plan for addressing climate change that's far less sweeping than the Green New Deal, but still ambitious. Leaders of the House Energy and Commerce Committee have announced the outline of a Clean Future Act, which aims to make the U.S. carbon neutral by 2050. The Green New Deal target is 2030. Among other things, the draft bill would require power companies to provide 100% clean energy by 2050 and accelerate the transition of the transportation sector to low and zero carbon fuels. The bill won't deal with agriculture directly, but would create a national climate bank to fund projects, including those involving agriculture, that reduce greenhouse emissions. Keep in mind, Democrats are laying the groundwork for moving climate legislation in 2021, but they would need to win control of the White House and the Senate to make that happen. The House Select Committee on Climate Change will be rolling out a report in March, and the Natural Resources Committee also is working on ideas. In this election year, climate will be a priority and much of the regulated community is gearing up to participate constructively in the legislative process, said energy industry lobbyist Scott Siegel. Infrastructure on House Dems agenda. House Democrats still want to move an infrastructure bill this year, says Majority Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland. He didn't say what that bill would entail, but the best chance for action on infrastructure would be another two-year water projects authorization bill. Ag interests are pushing to change the funding requirements for inland waterway improvements to accelerate work on projects like replacing the upper Mississippi River locks and dams. Hoyer also told reporters the House leadership hopes to have at least 10 of the fiscal 2021 appropriations bills through the chamber before July. Senate will have eye on China ag purchasing. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley says one of his committee's top priorities this year is to oversee the Phase 1 trade deal with China that's expected to be signed next week. And that means the committee will be watching to make sure that China is making the increased purchases of U.S. farm commodities it has promised. Grassley says, I want to make sure they are delivering. Grassley also hasn't given up on moving legislation to reform the Section 232 trade provisions that President Donald Trump used to impose tariffs on steel and aluminum. Another bumper corn crop seen for Brazil. Brazilian farmers brought in a record corn crop of 101 million metric tons of corn for the 2018-19 marketing year, and they are already predicted to harvest virtually the same amount for the 2019-20 year, according to a new analysis from USDA's Foreign Agricultural Service. That's about 23% more than Brazil produced for 2017 and 18, and the new bumper crops are leading to major spikes in exports. Brazil's 18-19 exports will total about 37 million tons, a 50% increase. 
Exports for 2019 and 20 will also be strong at 34 million tons. Brazil's rise in corn production can be directly tied to its expanded soybean planting. Farmers plant two crops in states like Mato Grosso and Parana, but cannot plant soybeans twice. So, the more soybeans are planted, the bigger the second safrina corn crop becomes. Today, the safrina corn has grown to account for the great majority of Brazilian corn production, responsible for three-fourths of the marketing year 2018 and 19 crop, according to Brazilian government data, says USDA's FAS. Algeria coming online for more U.S. soy. North Africa is becoming a major destination for U.S. soybeans thanks to years of work and investment. Algeria is expected to become a bigger customer, adding to the growing importance of the region. The country's first crushing facility is expecting to come online this year with a 1 million ton yearly capacity, and the U.S. Soybean Export Council says it's expecting to supply it with U.S. soybeans. USEC says U.S. soy is already extremely popular in North Africa and Egypt, Tunisia, and Morocco, importing a combined 115 million bushels of U.S. soybeans and soy products annually and enjoys a small freight advantage to North African markets on the Mediterranean Sea. Adding the growth possibilities of Algeria to already strong U.S. soy export markets will make North Africa one of the global key growth areas for U.S. soybean farmers. Hunger among vets gets focus. A House Veterans Affairs Subcommittee today will be putting a focus on the issue of food insecurity among military veterans. Pam Miller, administrator of USDA's Food and Nutrition Service, will be testifying along with officials from the Veterans Health Administration. The lawmakers will also hear from the CEO of a San Diego-area food bank, which has a special initiative for assisting vets and families of active duty service members. Keep in mind, Democrats and anti-hunger activists argue the Trump administration's tightening of food stamp work requirements will put vets at risk. New rules that make it harder for states to get waivers from the work requirements will take effect in April. Here's today's He Said It. While we've made substantial progress in expanding broadband deployment over the last three years, the Rural Digital Opportunity Fund would be the biggest step the FCC has taken to date to close the digital divide. That's FCC Chairman Ajit Pai. And that's going to be it for today's Daybreak on this Thursday, January 9th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Spencer Chase.